everyone. Welcome to this episode of Sleep and Relax ASMR. I hope you don't mind if I'm just going to um, incoherently begin to ramble, mutter different phrases. You might not be able to really pick up exactly on what it is I'm saying because that is the point sometimes of ASMR. And remember that's ASMR. Not R-M-S-A, not S-M-A-R. It's actually A-S-M-R. You spell Troy, T-R-O-I, G-R-O-I. Do you already hear me? Have I had a few too many? Definitely not. Come on, you know me better than that. It's T-R-O-Y. And, um, you know, that's the uh, one of the manufacturers of the uh, recording box I kind of used to amplify the sound quality. Because ultimately, what is... An ASMR experience without the tingles and the tingles and the tingles and the experience of the sound quality. One tries its best, but, you know, sometimes it's, it can be a bit hit or miss. It depends. So, you know, and I do know um, someone named Troy as well. You know, he's a you know, he's a really nice guy, and he's not in the audio or production quality business, but may as well be. I mean, you know, he's a high achiever, guys his own business that's pertaining to retailing of different kind of fabric and it's very interesting one never knows all the different types of industries that actually exist out there you know it's one of those things where you know I had to put up some foam padding here against the uh, recording studio and kind of makes you wonder I mean what what do I really know about the quality of sound and quality of foam padding. I mean, whoever came up with this idea truly was just an absolute genius in my opinion. Now, I'm sure you can sort of pick up on some of the things that I'm saying. Maybe some things are kind of coming in and out. It's okay. You can try to really pay attention and if you catch every single word and every single syllable and every single phrase that I begin to mutter, then I congratulate you because I'm actually doing this totally randomly, very... I'm doing this acapella, as they say. 100% acapella. I don't have notes. I don't have a script. Because for me, when it comes to the rambles, I should be able to just think about it from my head. Right? Head, down to the neck, down to the shoulders, down to the chest, down to the diaphragm, the stomach, down to your pelvis, your, your, you have your hamstrings, your quads, your knees, your calves, your your toes and you kind of just go all the way back up and that is you know sort of the direction that you want to go and you can go down the other way or, you know it just depends sometimes left you know just because you say you're going right doesn't mean you're going to go right it could mean that you're going left as well and at some point you do have to make that um, turn um, who else can I tell you about so we've discussed Troy let me tell you a bit about um, Jerry, Jerry's a really nice guy, very good friend of mine, and something that's interesting about Jerry is, um, his real name you spell with a G, Gerard, but, uh, and he might be listening right now, and Jerry, if you're listening, thanks for listening as always, buddy, thanks for the support, um, you know, but I spell it with a J, and in reality, I had this conversation with a friend of mine, a friend of mine who's name begins with A, the letter A, like alligator, but his name is alligator, 
Do you imagine if someone's name were actually Alligator? Come on. If your name is Alligator, I salute you. Send me an email. You know where to email me. Some of this is just totally rambling. I mean, I really hope it comes up good because let's be real. Sometimes, sometimes the creative flow just kind of takes over and sometimes it sounds great. Sometimes it doesn't sound great. Sometimes it just sounds like gibberish. And, and where does that word come from? I always kind of start to think about gibberish, gibberish, gibberish. got about maybe 50 different foam panels up here in the studio you know it's a very funny way to assemble them right because I thought that it was going to be a bit more complicated than it actually was and in reality all you have to do is you get some of those 3m tape and when you get that 3m tape you actually just cut it it has like a little protective almost like a protective little red coat to it you apply them in equal parts of the foam panels and you just kind of stick them against the wall. And as long as you stick them against the wall with enough force, you're actually able to then um, have them stick up. I won't lie to you, I've had a couple panels that actually fall down and that's been a bit embarrassing, but what I really notice is a lot of this is just in your head. You know, when people say they're embarrassed, when people say that they don't know, how to feel about something when it's cringe or when it's whatever. You know, it really is just a sort of construct in one's head. You know, I, I don't really struggle with that. Some people do. Everyone has their weaknesses. I think sometimes I have a hard time really getting the creative flow to really put myself out there. And if you're listening to this part, you know, I'll, be, I'll be very honest with you and you'll you'll get access into sort of my mind which is you know sometimes I don't feel comfortable putting myself out there with content sometimes I kind of wonder if if it'll be well received and sometimes it is well received sometimes it's not it really does just you know depend on the type of content but I try to put more stuff out there and something like this you know while I'm recording I don't necessarily feel like it'll be great but sometimes it sticks sometimes it doesn't you know definitely when I whisper maybe pay attention a bit more I hope not because you should be falling asleep and you know this that's why you're listening right now you should be trying to fall asleep okay I'm gonna bring it back up just a little bit again and then I will bring it back down but as I bring it up you shouldn't be paying more attention. You should be paying attention to breathing in, letting your stomach just kind of expand or your diaphragm or your chest. Personally, I feel it more in my stomach. I don't know if I breathe improperly. I have been learning more about how the uh, breathing process and how actually breathing from one's mouth might actually be uh, detrimental to one's health. And I've always been a mouth breather. Not in the derogatory. Because I know that sometimes people can throw out, uh, you know, that derogatory, you know, mouth breathing, 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 breathing. It's entirely up to you, but... I think it's just kind of tough to say. You can do with it whatever you please, but... 
personally, yeah, again, so I've been on this sort of breathing uh, experience, and supposedly you want to breathe in deep through your nose, deep, you know, you want to just bring it in all the way, and you don't want to try to release through your mouth either, just breathe through your nostrils, apparently it can be detrimental to your health, if you breathe through you happen to be one of those, you know, people I really know a lot about um, breathing, you can always correct me, like I said. So, you know, I mean, I think Jerry might be the kind of guy that knows a lot about it, and I actually didn't finish my point, now that I think about it, which is this. And there I go, breathing through my mouth again. It's just a habit. I've noticed when I record, for some reason, I kind of need almost to breathe in and out through my mouth but at the moment I'm done I end up breathing back through my nose it's very strange um, it's strange it's strange it's strange but is it really though because there's probably a very logical you know explanation that actually explains everything like it's amazing how UFOs for example People talk about UFOs, but what are UFOs? They're not spaceships, necessarily. They are, by definition, an unidentified flying object, meaning they could be a spaceship. But not necessarily. A UFO is not synonymous with spaceship. How do I know that UFO is not synonymous? Synonymous, synonymous, synonymous with spaceship. Well, it's actually quite simple. The reason why I know it's not synonymous with spaceship is because UFO is unidentified. So you cannot identify it if it is unidentified or unidentifiable. We'll see. I don't know if I want to maybe put a little massage on top of this. I might give a little head massage. I might go with something else. It just kind of depends on... I'll be honest, a lot of times it depends on the mood. And while I'm recording something, it does not do it the same justice. It just does not. Like, I'll go into the recording studio. Which, by the way, I'm saying recording studio. I don't, it's not this, like, like, it's not this professional grade or anything like that. Like, it's really not. I mean, it's, we're talking about basically a converted, almost like a converted closet to some degree. And, um, It wasn't Jerry that helped me with it. It was uh, Troy. No, I'm kidding. Troy didn't help me with this either. I pretty much just kind of did it by myself. Again, it's actually very simple. You basically just get some foam panels. If you email me, I'll be more than happy to kind of tell you which ones I got. And you uh, tape them. And after taping them, um, you just kind of push them real hard. And uh, they work. I mean, I'm actually squishing one right now. Very dense. It's very nice. And what I've noticed is that there are still certain sounds that actually come in and out, and they end up kind of bleeding into the recording, which is extremely, extremely, extremely frustrating. Because when you take the time and the energy to try and build a little recording studio to enhance sound quality, the last thing you want is to have 
these noises just kind of, you know, the neighbor with the motorcycle and the, the other neighbor with the dog. And, and look, I love my neighbors. Okay, I could not have asked for better neighbors. Genuinely, I, that was one of the, the biggest concerns when, when I first moved here because, you know, part of me was like, okay, well, how are the neighbors going to be? You know, what if they're rude? What if they hate me? What if, what if they ask me what I do and I tell them that I, I, I work a normal job, but then I also lock myself in a little converted closet and I start recording different sound experiences. It's kind of, kind of crazy when you think about it. Some people really dig it and some people think it's pretty cool and other people's are, other people just don't really understand the whole point of it. But look, I'm going to take a step back. I'm just going to breathe in, breathe out, this time through my nose, because I've identified that I need to stop breathing through my mouth as much as possible. Perhaps my math and my science is bad, which it probably is. I'm not going to lie. But, um, yeah, I was... I was going on about Jerry, and I've gotten so mixed up, because I actually don't know if I actually made my original point about Jerry, which is, um, his name is Gerard, with a G, it's G, 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 E, 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 R, 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 A, R, D, Gerard, but he is not French, and, uh, what I've noticed is I'll actually write to him and I'll, I'll when I call him Jerry and I write Jerry to him Jerry, 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 Jerry I'll put a J but his name's not John his name's not Jerry with a J it's Gerard with a G and uh, my friend whose name begins with A but it's not Alligator actually told me it doesn't make much sense because if his name begins with a G why are you writing his nickname with a J, and I had never thought about it, and I think that he was totally spot on, it makes no sense, if my name is, um, Jose, and, you know, someone calls me, I don't know, I don't, I mean, Jose is pretty short, give me a different name, um, If my name is Joseph, and someone calls me, you know, Jose, I don't know, you can tell that I'm, I'm really mixing this up at the same time, if they write it with an H, that would make absolutely no sense, it really would not come on, you know that it would not make any sense. I know that you want to help me out here, but it makes no sense at all. Remember, I'm going to start with a whisper and continue through the whisper. I think I just hit one of those foams. Hopefully it sounded great. If not, I do apologize. And then I'm going to take it back out here. Sort of work on my pitch. My pitch with a P. Okay? I do not want you to misconstrue what I'm saying because it is important for me that you not pay attention, but for those of you that are still lingering, please go to sleep because you know that that's what you're listening to this for. And if you're not going to sleep, why are you listening to this? Am I making sense? I'm 
absolutely not. You know that I'm not, and that you're still holding on to every single word, every single phrase that comes out of my mouth, and I guarantee you it's not going to get better. It's only going to get worse in terms of inconsistency. I mean, I think you might doubt me if that's the case. I mean, definitely one of the best things I did was in my little studio. Um, it's actually kind of embarrassing, but I'll tell you anyway. So I, I, I like to stand when I record. And the reason why I like to stand is because it's just more comfortable that way. I'm sure you could understand. Some people I know probably like to sit down. I just cannot. Since I'm sitting all day at a desk and all that, I just want to be able to stand up and just say what I have to say. Truthfully, that's the way that I kind of view it. Um, so quite literally, I just kind of got a tall stool, a bar stool, if you will. Not bar stool sports, but a tall stool. I put a couple boxes, and then I put my microphone on top. I got a nice sound dampening. I didn't know I could make that noise. I don't think I could do it again. Hopefully that's relaxing. If not, I apologize. You can let me know. You should be asleep by now, though. Come on, let's be real. Um, so, yeah. So, I got a sound damping rug and uh i go to the studio i go barefoot and um gosh it just feels so nice to be able to feel like that little texture of that rug underneath it just it really is something fantastic there are very few pleasures that are better than that i'm gonna whisper for the next five Here. I'm actually going to raise my voice a little bit right here. I don't want to raise my voice at you. I'm raising it for your enjoyment, and I hope it is enjoyable, if not confusing. I want you to remember that I'm doing this whole thing a cappella. I do not have a script. I don't have talking points. I don't know what I'm saying next. No one knows what's happening next. This is a general rule of life as well, of course. You know, we all need to work on that. I know I need to. That's one of my personal problems is I think sometimes I try to project too much into the future and I try to intellectualize too much of what's going to happen, what may happen. And let's be real, we don't know. And the beauty of life sometimes is going with the flow. It's the moment, I think it's a Buddhist ideal where you, you go with the flow. You don't worry and you don't preoccupy yourself so much with those details about what may happen you detach and you understand that it's okay because the chaos is part of the it's part of the deal and for some of us maybe it doesn't feel like a great deal and i understand why it feels that way sometimes but sometimes it's actually better to just breathe out and breathe in and breathe out again and just kind of know things overall on balance I really do believe work out things happen for a reason 
things that we don't necessarily understand, we don't have to understand everything that happens because it's impossible to know what's going to happen. It's impossible to understand why everything happens. But you know what? Instead of always wondering why something happened or what will happen, why not just say, what do I have in front of me right now that I can enjoy? That I can say, I can be here right now. Look at what I'm doing. I'm recording in my little makeshift studio with a little sound damp bending rug underneath my feet. And I'm just going with the flow. And you know what? My mind several times during this recording has drifted off into what am I doing next? Am I going to have lunch? Because I'm recording a bit later than usual today. Do I want to go to my local Irish pub and watch some soccer slash football? Maybe. I would love to. Because that's what I do. That's what I love to do. That's actually one of my favorite little pleasures in life. It's going out to my little local Irish pub, watching Premier League, watching uh, the Euros, watching Copa America, watching Copa de Oro. It doesn't really matter what it is. Why? Because it's community. As I've gotten older, I've recognized something so important that I think as children, if you're fortunate, you experience. But as adults, sometimes we might lose touch with it, which is this. The importance of belonging to a group. I think that is so important. That's something that I didn't recognize the importance of it until I moved. And until I didn't really have that anymore. And then I had to sort of build it again. And it's true. I had to sort of restart. I had to build it all over again. Because growing up I had the pleasure and the luxury. It was a luxury. It was a blessing and a luxury that my parents were able to afford the opportunity for me to participate in sports, you know, join different groups. Sports for me has always been incredibly important in my life as it is for many people. When people don't understand the importance of sports, it's because either they haven't been personally impacted by how being accountable to your teammates, the idea of striving towards a common goal with an uncertain future. You know, how many professional athletes exist in the world in sports teams? And they they have one goal, which is to win a championship, win a certain tournament. And they put their life into doing that with no guarantee at all as to whether or not they will actually get there. And I think that that just teaches you a lot about yourself and it teaches you how to cooperate how to deal with personalities. But, you know, again, as I've gotten older, I had to move for work partially, and, you know, I didn't realize how much I missed it. And I just kind of noticed, I'm not going to lie, you know, because it's important for me because I feel like I have a personal connection with a lot of you, and Okay, so I actually had to hit a brief little pause there because the train passes by. I thought when I would install these new windows, I was hoping that perhaps the train wouldn't be so audible, but unfortunately it is. This goes back to the whole thing. You can really plan for everything, but every now and then, and I think that might have been it again, so I apologize if that's blended into the recording. Gosh, I really hope not. Anyway, listen, let's go back to sports. So...
I mean, it was Professor Park. So as I had to move, right, I had to move, and then I had to sort of make the adjustment. What do I want to do? And I have a personal connection with a lot of you, and it was actually a very difficult time in my life. I don't think there's any reason for me to hide that. One of the biggest joys of my life at that time in particular was what? It was being able to record and provide content and experiences that many people across the world have been able to enjoy at their own time. You know, I've received beautiful messages from people just telling me like, you know, your podcast has really helped me fall asleep. I'm a, I'm a first responder and it's just something perfect to help me unplug because it never is topical. It doesn't remind me of anything in the real world. It's just kind of a little escape and that's what I'm here for. I would definitely say that after my move, it was kind of difficult because I lost that whole sense of that community. And when you lose that sense of community, you don't realize how big an impact it has until you start to reconnect with the things that you love. It wasn't until I started reconnecting with old friends and old hobbies that I said, man, I really do miss this. And, um... Just an experience of being able to go to my local pub, like I said, and just good group of people, owners always there, super nice guy, and being able to support the team that I support alongside other people that sometimes they're just there because they were in the area, sometimes they're there because they're, they're locals, they know, and they're always in the bar and always enjoying themselves. You know, that's always what I look for as well. I think it's been one of the biggest joys is kind of reconnecting with it and just integrating more people. You know, that's been another, that's been another just, you know, another, um, another great part of just kind of being able to, again, just breathing and being able to understand the importance of community. You know, and I, I don't, you know, if you send me an email and, you know, you want to link up perfectly fine I mean there have been quite a few I've had um, a very lovely uh, um, Irish listener reach out and say Len, every time whenever you're in, uh, in um, I believe he said he was in Dublin you know send me an email grab a pint watch some uh, Premier League together fantastic you know I love that I love to start connecting with more of you maybe in the real world um, I'm actually extremely private that's always been by design. I don't think I've ever been the type of person that wants to put myself out there, let's say. I've just always been a private guy with everything I've done. Um, but I think more and more I feel comfortable with the idea, with the support I've gotten over these years to, you know, maybe change my stance a bit, kind of put myself out there more publicly and kind of see where things go. So, we'll see. I've been considering perhaps making a video element to my content, and yeah, we'll see. We'll see what I do. Like, there's just a lot of options. That's the beauty of life. Not not dwelling, like I said, bringing it back to what we were saying earlier is, you know, sometimes you just want to, you know, kick your feet up and just relax. Sometimes you want to really be grinding hard.
but other times you want to just be somewhere in the middle. Sometimes you really do need that in the middle. I didn't realize until I started recording this podcast how much I need to always be shuffling my feet. It's kind of ridiculous. My feet are just always shuffling. I'm hoping it doesn't come out of the uh, recording of this episode. So, what can I say? What can I say that you don't already know? It's amazing how when I was in my younger years, hanging out with Jerry, with a G, who I, I guess, rightfully so, I should start referring to Jerry with a G, and whenever I write to him, write his name with a G. I felt like at 18 to 21 or 22 years old, I felt like I knew everything, and as I've gotten older, that sense of knowing things has really just dissipated almost entirely. It's actually amazing. And I have a lot of friends within my same age range, which I'll tell you I'm my late 20s, early 30s. That's the only range you're going to get. But it's true. And uh, it's amazing how, again, when I was in college or university, I just felt like I knew absolutely everything. I knew about, you know, life. I knew about business. I knew about So I thought. Then again, as you progress through life, you realize that you really don't know much about a lot of things. You know very little about either a little bit of things or you know very little about a lot of things. I would say I'm in the latter. Not to be confused with the latter. Believe it or not, I actually had someone come by the office perform some work on uh, the building I work in. And uh, they had left the latter for the city or uh, county. I don't remember if it was a city or county issue. Well, they actually had someone come by with the latter and they left it for the inspector the next morning to inspect the work. And someone actually came by and stole the ladder. I could not believe it. It just makes you wonder how people maybe suffer and people are just kind of desperate. But, yeah. Someone actually came by and stole the ladder that was to be used by the inspector. So the inspector, of course, you know, shows up. Um... And she mentioned, hey, where, where she asks, where's the, the ladder? I said, you know, the ladder should be outside. I, I didn't move the ladder. She responds, well, that's weird because there's no ladder. I, my response, that's impossible. The ladder has to be there. It just has to be there. Come on. There's no, where is it? She says, I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, lo and behold, it was stolen. At least that's the story. I get told, and I don't see why the contractor doing the work would lie about it. We were able to resolve it, and we were able to pass the inspection. I like to do things well. And, um, yeah, just you know, one of those kind of little mysteries of life. There are a lot of mysteries in life. Again, what do we really know? Probably not a whole lot. But I uh, just almost tipped over the uh, little microphone here. That would have been not a disaster. That is super hyperbolic. I would not call it a disaster in any sense. 
But it definitely wouldn't have been a bit tricky to reset up. But anyway, I think I'm going to call it quits. I hope you enjoyed my little incoherent ramble. Um, I probably will throw in some little head massages or something just to complement the episode. We'll see. Maybe I'll release both an episode with just the audio version and an episode that we, you, so you can listen to whatever you like. Questions, comments, emails, direct them to hello at sleepandrelaxasmr.com. That's all for this episode. Thanks as always for listening, and 